Bottoms. That's the Bottom Nation National Anthem. Memorize it, you little bottom. What's up, Bottom Nation? It is me, Ashley Gavin. That was silly. I'm just a silly Billy right now. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. What a great episode this is with my friend Teresa. I'm going to get out into that in a second. But if you haven't seen me live, I'm going to Virginia. I'm going to Virginia Beach and Richmond, and then I'm going to upstate New York. I'm going to uh, Syracuse, Albany, and Hartford in Connecticut. Then I'm going to the Midwest. We're going to Omaha. We're going to Des Moines. We're going to Kansas City and St. Louis. AshleyGavin.com to get those tickets or to sign up for my text list because, hey, your city might not be on the list right now, but it could be in the future. I just added Minneapolis, for example. We just added that today. So get on that text list. And then, of course, here in New York, you can see me every Sunday or you go to Kate's show at Union Hall on the 28th of June, 10 p.m. Go check that out, katesis.com. And then today, I made friends with Teresa Lee. Oh, man, probably about eight or nine months ago. She's so, so funny. She did stand up at my show, and I thought, I have to have her on the podcast. And I did. And she has some amazing jokes about her. I don't know if she wants me to call it a breast implant surgery or a boob job because she called it a boob job on the I'm going to go with her words about her boob job, questioning her gender and also having lesbian sex with her boyfriend. I know that sounds problematic when I say it, but if you listen to the episode, it's actually really, really great. And I think all straight people need to listen to this, Um, although Teresa is not straight. It's, uh, oh boy, how do I get out of this one? You guys know what I mean. Penis vagina sex. If you do that, you listen to this episode. And finally, patreon.com slash WHS. I dropped an hour-long crowd work special, I guess, on there. It's really fun, so go check that out. And bonus episodes, comps, all kinds of cool stuff. Patreon.com slash WHS. It really, 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 really fucking helps, and you can donate $1 a month. So go do that, please. Listener, this episode is brought to you by Helix, my absolute favorite mattress. I am getting the best sleep of my life on a Helix. And you can too if you go over and take their little quiz. Their two-minute quiz is going to match you with the perfect mattress for you. And you'll be sleeping like a baby in no time. And right now, Helix is offering 25% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gaysex and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I'm dating a straight man and I say we've had lesbian sex and that sounds funny, but I mean like I've fully been like <laughs> going down on him like his dick is clean. That's Wait, awesome. I love, like his yeah. dick is a clit. And the thing is, I really didn't used to like dicks. Like, I think I dated a lot of men before I was fully out that I was seeking attention from. And with my boyfriend, <laughs> it, it totally made me rethink everything. I was like, oh, it is enjoyable. You just have to see it the way you appreciate women's bodies. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I've been cheated on and I love that people are talking about it yeah, on stage. it's better to it's, just talk. It's super, it does, like, even just thinking about it now, I get, like, a little emotional because it is truly traumatizing to yeah. be cheated on. It is, like, so brutal. Mm. It's actually, like, one of the most brutal, it sounds obvious, but the level of, like, being cheated on, I associate yeah. how emotional I get, like, with the death of my father. Like, it's, like, that oh, level wow. of, it, like, Well, it brings back past trauma because yes. I felt that it, it feels like you're taking away the rug or, like, you know, a safe space, which reminds you of all the things right. you didn't the, get as a child and whatever. <laughs> yeah. Abandonment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, someone yeah, yeah. running away. Wow, we got deep so oh fast. This is why, actually, we should probably introduce ourselves. <laughs> okay, hello. I, I was like, are we recording? Okay. Um, but you're, that's why I wanted to have you on. I was like, oh, we're going to have a therapy session. What's up, Scorpios? Because <laughs> you and I were in Atlanta and we were getting uh-huh. lunch. Was it lunch? Yeah, uh, yeah, we went to that that marketplace. Yeah, Ponce Market. Yep. Ponce City Market. What a nice little place. So cute. To play mini golf. <laughs> 
Oh, you and were get, saying you've been playing a lot of mini golf. I've been playing a lot of <laughs> just going through our mini golf, mini golf. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because golf is such a lesbian sport, but you're not going all the way. You're just like that, I'm like I'm microdosing. What the are you lesbian bi? Sport. Are you bi? No. I'm just <laughs> wow. Bye. You raise your hair. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> no, I've gotten yelled at before on TikTok for people when people say, "Are you bi?" Like, and I'm. People were like, that's biphobic that you get upset. No, I hate men. <laughs> you fucking You can be idiot. bi and hate men, okay? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> dude, I, yeah. I actually feel bad for I, you. <laughs> Honestly, I would. I, I love that I'm over here on my side of things. So, so planted. I, I learned a lot about myself during pandemic because when TikTok was like fully a lesbian dating app, I... <laughs> <laughs> I like just like forgot that I had ever really liked men, but I realized that I have only, then I really thought about it. I was like, cause so, sometimes people are like, you're on your journey. I'm like, maybe, but then I was like, I've liked, <laughs> I've like literally like actually liked three dicks, but then I've dated more than three men. But I was like, that's still like, yeah, I'm bi-. like, I'm, I'm not going to try to put myself in a category anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've agreed to just take the label, but yeah, it's, I'm always like, I don't know. Make, I take yeah. the bi drugs. Make the bi drugs. It's fine. I'm dating a straight man. So. I'm a full blown lesbian. <laughs> um, well, I want to introduce you real quick. Uh-huh. You're so funny. You did Sunday school a while mm, back. So you fun. were so great. You're so thoughtful. Just in, I, I like just love talk. You're like the first person I booked because I was like, I just love talking to this person. Oh, that's so nice. Because you were so thoughtful. And you're so in touch with your feelings and your trauma. I thought the gays are going to fucking <laughs> Which love is this. hilarious. No. <laughs> um, I have such good trauma. The best trauma. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. No one has bigger trauma oh. than me. And that is probably true. Yeah. That's honestly, no one has bigger tra- tra- trauma than the Trumps. The Trumps have so much trauma. Oh my goodness. That's why we're um, ruining America. We're bringing you guys down with us. I just bust out my Andrew Yang impression or something. No, uh, I don't have one. Do I you- don't have one. No. No, but oh, just I was like, what an incredible no, specific... No, just because you said Trump. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're recording this podcast from four years ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my, oh, my yeah, podcast. Which... It's called You Can Tell Me Anything. And actually, it's funny you said um, that you like talking to me because that's where it came out of is like, I love what's well, kind of therapy inspired, like confessional. So pe- comedians mm. confess something they want to get off their chest. But really, it's because people like to tell me things. Yeah, you're so. very, you just have like <laughs> such an openness to people's emotions. It's great. And uh, and a great comedian, uh, Teresa you. Lee. Everybody, yeah, yeah. soundboard, soundboard. Bow, 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 bow. <sighs> <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, do we banter more? I don't know how long we've been online. I don't know. Anything we want to say? Anything we want to add to the banter? Because the banter section, we're, we're winding here, it down. We're at, we're at Limestone. We're on the road. We're Limestone. We're, we're road tripping. It's another road trip episode yeah. from Indiana. Um, I can share one thing that probably will fold into the gay sex story that was related to what we just said. Oh, because I I have a joke about I won't I'm not gonna do the joke, but but we were talking (laughs) about just like being inclusive and it made me think of this because I had a joke about apologizing to soft dicks because (laughs) I genuinely when I during the pandemic, I was making a lot of jokes apologizing to them that you've done something wrong or for their situation no no okay so like like, oh i'm so sorry that you're soft right now. no so quite the opposite because i feel that while it is still kind of funny to me and guys laugh at it too we got to the point where we're talking about like don't make fun of women's bodies or you know uh, anything that's like not cis straight hetero man but then we are still going on stage and making fun of soft dick limp dick short dick short Mm -hmm. man in a way where it's like there's always room for a joke that's you know, if we're being inclusive, right? Like in the sense, like I'm some, some short guys make short jokes. I'm not yeah, saying it's yeah. off topic or yeah. off limits, but I started thinking like, huh, at some point when we reach what we want, like that, that feels, it's body shaming. So I, I think um, we're already there. Yeah. So I made it. We have to stop it. The men are very upset. They're taking they're away upset. our rights again. And well, <laughs> we well, have got to stop calling them short. But here's what I found. Okay. You can include them as long as you acknowledge it. Right. Like, it's just like, I acknowledge, so I had to do a joke about we should all be allies of soft dicks in the sense that like, if you actually date someone with a dick. SDA. SDA. I was like, hashtag no makeup, hashtag soft dick. But I genuinely, <laughs> at first it kind of started as a punchline, like kind of bitty, but then men were like really into it. And I, like not sexually, they really felt represented. Appreciated. Yeah, and I realized yeah. like, oh, so I wanted to include, so, but but my point is when I was doing it, a lot of my audience, I would just shorthand and say like, if you're dating a man or if you date, so I started 
realizing like, it's a little hard to do this, like, cause without taking out too much of the air, but if you're dating someone with a dick, but that's, that's what made me think of that because my, the idea was just that like, if you are in the straight world, which I came from sorority days, my sluttiest days, you know, you see a lot of hard dicks, but you don't see a lot of soft dicks. So you, you make fun of them when they're soft. But if you grow up with a dick and then you're dating someone with a dick, it might be different. So I was like, how do I incorporate that into the joke? And then I just settled on, it's fine. I'm just going to introduce who I am and then they'll get it. But yeah, it was a definite, like, I guess your point of view is that I shouldn't make fun of soft dicks. That's well, what you're I'm saying. saying that woman who ex- makes fun of a dick that's that like, oh, I dated this guy and he couldn't get hard. It's like most of the time his dick's soft and he's like just trying so hard to make sure it's yes. ready to perform for you. <laughs> yes. That I'm like, you. we should just normalize seeing the soft dick so yes. you're not like, ew, I agree. Soft. I think the best, the best kind of jokes that I've heard about that are when it's in relief to a, like, oh, this guy sucked. Oh, or like, yeah, this yeah, guy yeah, is yeah. Like, not nice on the date or something like oh i put put up with all this rude behavior treating me bad so i could get fucked and and, and then like there's not it's not hard it's not working (laughs) like that's not a an experience i relate to but i'm like oh it's in relief to that (laughs) (laughs) i mean look (laughs) it's in relief to that so it's like it is ultimately like obviously i don't think you know (laughs) sexism has been solved no so if if (laughs) If through the kind of symbol of mm-hmm. a, a cis man not being able to get an erection, you're like poking fun sure. at the patriarchy. You're not poking hard pa- enough. No, 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 no. <laughs> you're just softly kind of lobbing uh, pressure at the patriarchy. Just pushing up against the but patriarchy. But do you know what I'm saying? Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, it's it context. Be, yeah. I think it would be sad if someone got up there and was like, my husband who I love, I'm going to make fun of his like, yeah, yeah. limp dick. Like, yes. That seems so sad. But well, if you're like, oh, I'm going through the absolute slog yeah. of being a, sh- a straight woman or a bi woman or whatever and being treated shittily by all these fucking bumble dates like living in a world where i'm getting fucking underpaid and all these men are catcalling me and hitting on me at bars like yeah you can make fun of the soft dick yes i think in those situations we should actually celebrate more soft dick yeah as a part of breaking down the patriarchy and in some ways i feel like no hard dicks should be allowed with everything going on hard dicks should be let's not buy buy a strap that's buy you a shirt (laughs) no you can still you can still like munch on it a little bit but she would like to oh my god on it. i don't know i don't fuck men <laughs> but i will say there's also the societal issue of like men not being able to have a, there's way more erectile dysfunction yeah. now than ever due to um porn addiction and yeah. anxiety and all these things so it's just but then i think we should talk about that right problem. it's yeah. the porn like because i mean i've had situations where i've got, been like time i'm gonna like have some time to masturbate and like pull up like really take the time to find a link and then i just can't get into it and i'm like god damn it and i'm like am i <laughs> like blue balling myself you know i'm yeah. like but because I, I do get frustrated i'm like i wanted to come but it's like i'm not gonna have that reaction against myself and just be like well i guess my head was on other things today and that's it right so yeah. i'm like with, we gotta with, have that, that sort with of men it's like treated as like something it's like oh he can't yeah get, but, but with women yeah. it's like ah oh, you know they have to go grocery shopping <laughs> there's bills they're stressed out well, I think we did it. I think we did the banter. Yeah. yeah. More dick banter than I'm used I'm to, sorry. I think. No, don't apologize. <laughs> Never apologize. I, again, I think this is actually, if we look at soft dicks as a sign of maybe women rising up. Yeah. I thought this was a great yeah. opening. Rising up, no pun intended. Like the men can't. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, my clit is rising up. Okay. Rise up. No. <laughs> Clit we need a clit, rise like up. a clit rise up sign. Clit Maybe like a little hive. knuckle. <laughs> clit hive. A knuckle rise up. This is our. This I is do our... do a joke that has an act out where I do the knuckle clit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> really? How about this? Yeah. This is the new solidarity. Rise up. <laughs> um. <laughs> it looks like one of my vibrators. <laughs> oh, well, like rabbit. We are not in the apartment, but we are having gay sex. We're having gay sex in Indiana, and it needs to. It, we need to be having gay sex in Indiana as. As activism. And I, I haven't actually had gay sex here in Indiana. Uh, no, I haven't. Um, long time ago. Very long time ago. But not full, not full blown sex. Just hooking up. Anyway, I am Ashley Gavin. I'm a cis gay white woman. She, her pronouns. Yep. I'm tired. Guys, patreon.com slash WHGS. I am tired. I am tired. We're bringing on a new team member, which is cool. 
uh, but we have to pay them. So please help. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy patreon.com slash I'm tired and see if that'll help. And as always, yes. my cancel coach to keep me from getting canceled. The fat in the chat. You play any sports growing up? Um dance. Oh nice. That's true. We, we haven't done any breakdancing type of stuff like spinning on your head i almost said hopscotch when you hopscotch <laughs> i don't know why i don't even, i wasn't even like great at hopscotch, hopscotch. i just thought no i i <laughs> four score <laughs> jump rope tetherball uh i did yeah i know i was never good at sports i envied the soccer girls for sure they all mm. seem so close tetherball is kind yeah. of funny because you got a you got a big long string involved and a ball attached to it mm-hmm. feels like something Mm-hmm. You, you you're smacking it oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of like, sexual yeah yeah okay i never thought about it that way but you're making me revisit memories yeah <laughs> maybe something like maybe something like how can we get someone to wind around his pole like the rope on the tetherball court <laughs> chelsea you heard me oh my god <laughs> i was th- i think you were going to go with the ass with the smack i thought so too with this but now i'm like what part are you smacking yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he knows either. Just a good old nutsack slap. <laughs> the nutsack slap, Kate Sis. Hey, everybody. It's me, Kate Sis, the cancel coach, the fat in the chat. I am a, a white bisexual lesbian dyke. Uh, any pronouns are good to go. My gender of the week, uh, as submitted by the listeners, was, I guess, a, a, a dolphin. And for this reason, that uh, if you listen to the podcast at double time and I'm constantly laughing, it sounds like... <laughs> so i appreciate that i appreciate whoever is listening to the episodes efficiently a Uh, lot of people are listening at double speed and it makes me wonder are the pods not fast enough like (laughs) with the jokes are we not telling enough jokes i feel like yeah wow i forgot that people i wonder how that sounded when i did the dolphin thing at double speed oh my god right in listener did it break the sound barrier (laughs) it's just like worship satan worship satan Um, and do you mind introducing yourself kind of using yeah, that sure. same format? And I'm going to check the cameras while you do. Okay. Hi, I am Teresa Lee. I am a cis, bi, slash queer. What else am I? I sometimes identify as a bot. Um, eventually, I do think the bots will take over. And you'll all see that they actually think the least binary out of all of us. <laughs> It's true. I, we won't get we won't get into it today. But if you know what I'm saying, DM me. Uh, and I, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I am dating a straight man. I just want to get that out there. Uh, he doesn't have a podcast, so that makes me the boyfriend. So okay, that's, that's great. Funny. I love Any that. Any pronouns? Uh, oh, she, her. Nice. All right. Cool. Sweet. Yes. Um, well, I'm going, I'm doing my own finger blast from the past. To even call it a finger blast, <laughs> I think, is problematic because I'm going way back to my wee, wee, oh God. wee <laughs> days of life because you've got the therapy podcast. So I think yeah. we should go super yeah, let's okay. deep. Do it. Let's do it. Um, I'm going back to when I was like five, six years old. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to talk a little was bit about- Greer born yet? Greer was barely alive. Mm. There's a great video- <laughs> This is not gay sex at all, but there's a great video of my sister in a sandbox and she's a baby. I mean, an actual little baby Uh as, as probably whatever age that you can successfully get into a sandbox and want to play. That's how old she was. And my dad is filming her. My dad filmed everything. Did he talk? Yes. That's nice. And my dad zoomed in on her in the sandbox and she's going, she puts her finger in the sand she gets some sand on her finger mouth brings it up and my dad's going no no and she just just fully does it and he's like no no doesn't do doesn't anything about it no actual parenting no water, no. Oh and my then just God. Back, down again no again? Oh, no. no very funny little clip of my that's sister hilarious. um I guess if you don't have teeth, maybe that's not such a bad experience. Yeah, you know? develop some immunity <laughs> to, to the, something. To like some. it, teeth is what makes sand suck in your mouth. Uh, it does so it doesn't get stuck Kate, in your that stomach. Is okay. such an incredibly specific point of view. I'm serious. <laughs> when you're all gums, sand in when your mouth is gum, lovely. Sand in the mouth. Just Who cares? Get a, it's chomping of anything. <laughs> Listen, right in. Oh Have you God. taken out your dentures and put a big old wad of sand in your mouth? 
<laughs> is it pleasurable the experience let us know kate says yes <laughs> well all i'm saying is that the teeth is what makes it bad for me doesn't taste bad. How often are you, you chomping on that? You're at the beach. You accidentally get, you know, oh. sunscreen on your lips, and then you eat your uh, apple uh, okay, that you brought with okay. you, and all of a sudden, it's like a bomb went off in your fucking ear, and like you got shot in the tooth. Like it's awful. Or wow, like wow, when wow, you don't wow. wash your cilantro. <laughs> You guys yes, yeah, like leaks or something. Okay, yeah, yes, yes, got yes. dirt in there. Yeah, but that's an unwanted sand. If you were yes. like, I, I know the sand is coming into my mouth because I'm putting it there. But I'm I feel panicking. like the psychological. I'm panicking right now just knowing that I have teeth. <laughs> this is gonna be such a fucking weird episode. <laughs> I know. Well, so let this actually relate. I, yeah, I, I can like, imagine the therapist just being like, "Okay, and tell uh, me what you're reminded <laughs> of when you think of sand in your mouth." That's hilarious. Um, but yes, yeah, so my dad was ca- uh, taping everything, mm. which I loved because I was already super fucked up uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and I wanted to be on camera just all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so much of my play on camera was gendered. Mm. Like I would do, you know, remakes of Disney movies, but I was always the prince or like which Aladdin. Which one was your favorite? Okay, Aladdin. I liked, yes. I liked the Aladdin because I liked the idea of taking my shirt off, yeah. but having like a little vest, like an open that little thing yep. on. <laughs> I loved that. And I, in my mind, these were shot for shot remakes, just by the way. <laughs> if you watch okay, them, they yeah. are not shot for shot remakes. But in my mind, they I was like, I'm recreating this. Um, <laughs> and there were other ones. I, I used to swim with shorts on until, which is not something my sister did. Mm. Very interesting. I used to swim with shorts on. And I know this probably crosses over between mm. gender and sexuality, these experiences. I'm sure people who are trans experience this, but I also think like from my perspective, it's because somewhere in my brain, I already knew I was not like other girls and I had no representation. So the boys made the the most sense to me because they got to be with the girls because they got to be with the girls. My twin sister would wear bikinis and I didn't, and I would get tankinis, which is very bi. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know where I fit in. So I'm going to do the thing that doesn't look good on anyone. (laughs) I I definitely had tankini years as well, which was my mom did not want me to have a two piece because she saw Mm. it as sexualizing, but she was tired of me getting my fucking one piece wrapped in a little uh, tight rope uh, uh, when you have to go to the bathroom <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> and then just yelling from inside mom i'm stuck uh-huh. mom i'm stuck um but so as early as kindergarten i would run around the playground mm-hmm. at recess trying to kiss the girls bold see i boys just in my school yeah. did that yeah the boys did that i would get them to chase me and then chase them back because i like the chase, <laughs> yeah. the chase i don't know the, what that means the but- chase <laughs> is the fun part yeah the chase is the fun part i'm running around i have this distinct memory of like grabbing one of those poles you could slide down and like swinging oh my into gosh. like a little group of girls going and then they this. all ran away <laughs> screaming you know and that was like so fun and yeah. I would laugh and I loved playing this character of this man that no one wanted. Sort of a, a misogynistic <laughs> character that wouldn't exist today. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. I fucking love Pepe Le Pew. Johnny Bravo. Another yeah. role, role model. <laughs> but that's the funny thing is back then you could have this <laughs> sex, frankly sexual assault that was happening uh-huh. in these Looney Tunes. Uh-huh. <laughs> borderline at least definitely harassment possibly sexual assault of these guys chasing after these girls and i was like i want to be that um did were there boys doing that or you were the one who created i don't remember if there were other boys doing it i was definitely the alpha i know that (laughs) (laughs) i would chase now that you're saying this is making me revisit these memories the i had i would chase the most effeminate boys that the other guys didn't like like they were like (laughs) Like, I like them, though. Those genuine questions. I didn't, like, pick them out. But I think I always have been attracted to, like, <laughs> the mix-up of femininity yeah. and masculinity. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But I didn't ever see, because I didn't know you could be gay yet, so I never even considered chasing the girls, but I would braid their hairs. <laughs> 
That's would, the other side of it. But the, I would do uh, yeah. just about the most intimate thing you could do with another person. I would be like, draw my back, I'll draw on yours. Yes. Like, oh, yes. that was so fun. Uh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the tingles. So yeah. the thing is, crack an egg on your head and let, let the milk yeah, trickle yeah. down to oh your my clit. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why am I touching your clit right now? I'm touching your clit right yeah. now. You're standing on the top of the Empire State Building. I am proposing to you. <laughs> You're so, writing me a love poem. It's bound in leather. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. Oh man, you get you you. Someone take that bit. I don't know who. I think that's your bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So somewhere between yeah, you yeah, two, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a gift. You could have. You could. But that's a that's a great bit. But yes, I never felt like I could do that because I always knew I had the masculine energy, and if I started to do something intimate like that mm. like because when i was running around the playground kissing it was a joke did you ever catch one no <laughs> it was a bit because you uh-huh. didn't want to catch them i yeah, didn't yeah. want to catch you wanted them to run it was yeah. purely the chase and it was a bit uh-huh doing like holding the hands like touching like that kind of thing that was real yeah because okay I- i'm so masculine that would be like that's like what two femme friends do. You didn't want to be misunderstood in a way that made you feel singled out. It was just terrifying because it felt like they would know mm. that I was actually gay and not just pretending to be Pepe Le Pew. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So wow. there was this one time where this girl in my class, I can't say her name because one of her parents ended up being a very famous artist. Oh, nice. Um, so I don't want to give her away. Lena Dunham. <laughs> <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> um, so... But one time she came over and you know how kids, they'll do like sexual things with Barbie dolls. They'll make them like kiss yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I didn't really do a lot of that myself because maybe because I had the outlet of being Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> but I, she was like, oh, let's go into the bathroom. And I don't know if she phrased it as practice or like a secret club that we were going mm-hmm. into. Mm-hmm. But she was a year older than me, which made it scary at the time because uh-huh. Every year when you're that young is actually quite yeah, large. Huge, yeah. Um, so we go into the bathroom. She closes the door and she's like, "Oh yeah, we were become like spit sisters or something." <laughs> yeah, yeah. White people are crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know this. It's where you you bend over and you spit in each other's assholes. <laughs> <laughs> You know that childhood game? Yes, it's so much fun. You actually you actually spit on your hand. You go, patooey, and then you start... Oh. Um, patooey. It's like a French comic. But, like, patooey, the most sexy word in the English language. Patooey. Um, but she goes, we have to touch tongues. The tips of tongues. And to become to become spit and like she kind of knew there was something scandalous about it because she wanted she, to go to the bathroom. Yeah, right? yeah close it off. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. So that was a mo- early gay moment where I felt maybe I would have even with a boy felt weird about it. Yeah. But I have heard other people, including my sister, who had a full wedding with a kid from down the street. <laughs> oh, they had a full wedding ceremony when my sister was five or six. And they like staged a wedding and they like, I think they may have did a little peck. Someone did that in our kindergarten. There was like the, the boy and the girl who everyone was like, they're the couple. And we were like, the wedding, <laughs> yeah. the wedding today, get flowers. And I, I had been a flower girl before. So I was like, I'll be the flower girl. I was just picking flowers. But mm. I, yeah, that's wild because I always hear about people, you know, like kissing girls who are straight or whatever, or like, like you're more likely to experiment if you don't have that line almost or -hmm. if you already know and you're like totally down but I never experimented growing up and I not that I wouldn't have been down I it was this like block so it was so scary when she I don't know why I don't know right in if you're straight or did this with a boy I want to know if it felt as terrifying just because it was sexual and you like Mm. knew that sexuality was wrong in some way but for me it felt I distinct. I think because I knew I was gay somewhere in my head, I, I knew this was wrong and I shouldn't be participating in this. And I was like terrified, but I just did it anyway. And we, we did our tongues and I'm gay now. So it worked. That's so, is she gay? I don't know. Maybe I'll look her A lot of is. the girls I had crushes on in elementary school ended up being, well, they were always gay, but like, they were like, the popular girls who like I idolize as like you know this straight culture blonde cheerleader girls and they ended up gay yeah 
at least awesome. two of them. One of them became a model and literally like, it, I mean, I stalked her in like college to see, I don't know what she's doing now, but she was like married to a model. And I think she was modeling in Paris and they're both like living in their Paris apartment. That's like two beautiful, like fashion lesbians. And I'm like, Oh, no wonder everyone liked you. And I wasn't <laughs> wrong. Like, <Yeah. laughs> That's funny because I feel like the popular girls in Massachusetts just like ended up hooking up with the Bruins and the Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, just like, they, they, work, they have a hair they salon did. They now. continued to be the like uh, epitome of like straightness. <laughs> what high school did you go to, if you don't mind saying? I just went to public school in my town. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. um, That's my gay sex from this week. Nice. Listener, don't forget to support the Patreon, patreon.com slash WHGS. That's how we pay Alex. He is a full-time employee of the podcast. We could not pay him on ads alone. That's how we pay Kate. And, of course, me also. This is full-time work, so please consider going and donating. And in return for those donations, you get bonus episodes. You get comped tickets when I'm in your city um, you get extended, unfiltered, uncut episodes, um, weekly access to my Zoom stream of my show in New York, and lots of other stuff. Patreon.com slash WHGS. Listener, do not miss me when I'm in your city. I know you miss my TikToks and my Instagram posts, and sometimes you skip podcast episodes. I'm only in town once a year, so let me text you once a year when I'm in town. Or I can email you ashleygavin.com. There's going to be 25 cities on this tour. Don't miss your city. Listener, spring has sprung. Love is in the air. And that means you need your Helix mattress. You don't want to bring a girl home and have her crawl into your bed and feel like shit the next day. And then she takes it out on you and never sees you again. Help your boo thang get a good night's sleep on a Helix mattress. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex. Take the two minute mattress quiz and you'll find out which mattress is best for you. And it's no stress. You get 100 nights to try it. And there's a 10 to 15-year warranty. So don't sweat this decision. But I know you're going to love it because you don't have to take my word for it. Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash gay sex and use code helixpartner20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Teresa, did you have gay sex this week? Well, I've been traveling, so I did not have any sex this week, but I will share... This is kind of related to what we were talking about earlier because I'm dating a straight man and I've been ha- trying to figure out how to say this on stage, but it's, I think podcast is the better place to say it. But mm. we've had like, I say we've had lesbian sex and that sounds funny, but I mean like I've fully been like <laughs> going down on him like his dick is a clit. That's <laughs> Wait, awesome. I love like this. his yeah. dick is a clit and, and he's cool with it. But like in the way where it's like, he, I did, none of us knew what was happening kind of like, cause like. That's the best sex when you discover something. Yeah. Insanely. And different than what you've been doing and no one has ever told you about this and you're like this is the coolest thing in the entire world i made it it's like you're the i don't want to say christopher columbus because it's not i made up a new leaf Leaf erickson you're the leaf erickson is he problematic (laughs) do we know i have no idea he's the one who may have actually discovered discovered america well then he's probably problematic but who's i don't know someone else sure god no uh (laughs) the fight the uh athena i don't know yeah sure let's go with athena (laughs) Well, okay, I'll say this because, like, um, he is, like, I say that he's, like, a hot boy, like, in the sense because, like, I always used to date comics and he seems like a different world to me. He's, like, mm. I went to college and I'm happy and I work out and I go to music festivals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, what? So he doesn't have as much trauma. But he does, but he dealt with it. Ah, uh, that's but, good. Yeah. So I'm, like, that's what the, the best. But the, the thing is, I really didn't used to like dicks. Like, I think I dated a lot of men before I was fully out that I was seeking attention from and then once I came out and I moved to LA I was very like oh really like wanting to be like a slutty bi girl just like hooking up with other girls but 
I never like would have sex with guys and really enjoy like I enjoyed the love and attention other things I wasn't like <laughs> against yeah, it yeah. but I was never into the dick and with my boyfriend it's, <laughs> it totally made me rethink everything and I think it's because I also healed a lot of trauma did a lot of work right before mm. we met yeah so I like shifted my brain programming yeah. yeah but I'll literally be like into his dick but not because it's a I don't know it's hard to explain because I'm into him but I it reminds me of when I've like really enjoyed going down on girls like women sorry they're women they're okay. I just say girls because it's I sometimes like to say I'm a girl I think it's yeah. fun I think it's yeah. fun and flirty people yeah. call me a woman I do kind of want to I want to be a little baby girl um <laughs> yeah I I look it's it's definitely a, of age a little baby girl this okay. is like coming back to the early conversation about like words like that like yeah it's definitely more i think it's more about vibe than sure. an intention mm. than like if you're my boss and we're or we're equals in a professional setting don't call me a girl in front of the men or whatever yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah so i will like i i had that thought while it was happening like i was like oh it is enjoyable you just have to see it the way you appreciate women's bodies <laughs> i was like, <laughs> I, I was like and, but he was because then I was super and, he, and it was funny because I didn't tell him till later and I did tell him because I wanted to do a joke about it I was like is this okay I don't want to make you feel like is he okay with this yeah he's like I have want, baby. a lot of I imagine everyone at home has a lot of questions about mechanically well he can go for a long time so that's why I literally I feel like a frat boy because I will be like <laughs> that's what I mean I will have lesbian sex I'll just like come a bunch We're, we can get yes. graphic on this I'll like oh, come a lot you yeah. need me to talk about my asshole for a second to like because <laughs> usually I'm like incredibly graphic wait yeah, okay. yeah wait, let's wait are you saving this for another episode if so you can cut it did the MILF fuck you in the ass no I didn't get fucked in the ass by the MILF okay I just needed we to never had sex oh I did fully put my face in her boobies and like not be able to breathe <laughs> uh, yeah Oh, I will. Okay. I will never forget. I love that you brought up boobies because I got, uh, I got a pair of fake tits last year and I think it made me gayer because I was just like <laughs> looking at my own tits, like, just fondling them. But I'm like, wait, did you get them as a sex toy or you got a boob No, no, job? I got boobs. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I got boobs. Well, cause I had wait, heart surgery and are you, I, are, are there boobs just like that boobies? you can buy that you can put your face in? There's boobs, there's butts, there's pussies. Are you serious? There's all kinds of but stuff. But they're not connected to I would they're not totally, connected to anything. I would totally jerk off to with just a set of boobs on my face. Disembodied boobs? <laughs> What's that? Disembodied boobs just look like I lost <laughs> Like eyeballs. The butts scare me. The butts do scare me. No judgment to anyone who uses the butts, but the, when I see it, it's frightening mm -hmm, to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, <laughs> go on. Because it does. It looks like a person got cut into pieces. It's just a body and it's scary. <laughs> Some people are into that. <laughs> That's not what... I don't think the people who are using Army the Hammer. Are Army Hammer. Oh my think, God. Oh, ah. I think the people who use the butts are just able to hyper focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really good at <laughs> visualizing like, the rest of the body. Yeah. Instead yeah. of me being like, it's a disembodied ass. Oh my god! <laughs> um, uh, I was wondering if you were going to talk about it because you have some jokes about oh your, yeah. your boobs. Well, I'll, I'll fold it into the the gay sex because yes, you were saying you. Okay, come so I'll, I guess I'll be to be specific. I, I'll think the time that I first discovered the dick, it could be a clit um, sex. I fucking love this. It was because our I, listeners are going to love. I this. found. I will say, like, it wasn't just like the whole dick is a clit. I like folded it up and found the clit. You know what I mean? Like there is. You I mean, it's maybe not there. It up? No, but like, well, like, please, like I don't. Frenulum? No, no. Um, like, frenulum, okay, so like, there's the dick. Is there but a then, frenulum like, on a dick? On the shaft, you know, where the clit would like instead of having like a like the clit's kind of little. I just imagine the dick is like a very elongated clit. Mm. Yeah. And then I'm like doing, but but obviously I know it's not a clit. Okay. I, I and I again, I know people going through transition. I might be using the little binary with the the genitals. So apologies for that but my experience with this straight man who very much has only ever had straight sex you know <laughs> yeah it yeah. was really interesting to and he knows my sexuality is very supportive to have me just like explore and him being like that feels great so sure whatever and then me being joking like i'm a frat boy because i would just like come a lot and then like die <laughs> and then <laughs> and then sometimes be like did, baby did you come and be like no 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 it's okay i'm gonna get a beer and then like <laughs> and then like i'm back in it later yeah, but yeah. that time it w i remember being like whoa we quantum leap because 
<laughs> literally it felt like we were like talking about the future like we were in the bathtub and this, uh, is, so, this is very lesbian we were in the bathtub yes. talking about the future at one point um i was we were just kind of like soaking for bits so i was like sitting and he was behind me you know legs there and then i had the vision that i was giving birth to our baby and i was like and which and i'm not the girl who talks about wanting a family so this is like uncharacteristic yes, for me but yeah. in that moment it was like lesbian sex we connected i was like baby when i have your baby <laughs> like, this is, this is what it's gonna feel like i was like like look i'm like and he was into it he was like oh man yeah yeah and then it's but here's the thing it's like it was truthful i wasn't yeah, putting yeah, on a thing right. but later we both laughed about it we're like what was that i don't know but yeah it's cool <laughs> yeah you opened a part of That's, your brain that you don't yeah. necessarily open when you're not in a sexual mode it seems like a super like unfettered like level of consciousness almost it did yes. feel like we were almost like tra like we were in our bodies but also yeah. experiencing our bodies yeah, yeah. you know yeah. you're so, present you're in yeah. a, a specific kind of flow state yeah and that's and i when i before when i've had sex with women i that i always like they couldn't ever compare to men like men or the opposite like men would never compare to the experience i felt like sexually satisfied in that sense but yeah. like I got other things from men and like it was fine like you know whatever not no offense to the men that i've fucked um but those and they're ones, definitely watching but yes they're <laughs> definitely what no those ones also were a lot of unhealthy relationships so i wasn't coming into it with the clarity and when i entered uh my relationship with women it tended to be more we started on an open safe space where we often bonded over emotions before so this is my first experience dating a man who has emotionally gotten me there and yeah. physically and mm. it's almost wild sometimes i feel like i'm a fraud because i'm like i'm having that's why i called it lesbian sex i know it's not but i'm like this isn't straight sex it's or maybe it's just sex maybe i've never had real it's, sex it's like is sex this just off sex? The script. Like, but i was like this can't be what everyone's been doing I'm, this whole time except for me right, right. like this is something no, I different right, right? I, think like, a, I think there's a truth both literally in the activity that you're doing different than standard Yes. So I think in that way, it's like queer, but also because you are queer, you're bringing your queerness to the sex. The other mm -hmm. person is fully accepting of it. Then like the sex is queer. right? Yeah. I also yeah. think like what uh, like heterosexual sex has a script that yeah. you don't have to participate in if you're sure. heterosexual. But I do think that when you don't participate in it, you are getting closer to what lesbians might say. Mm. Oh, you had lesbian sex. Like you licking on a dick like it's a clit for like an extended period of time is in some ways gayer, in my opinion, than some of the sex. <laughs> yeah, had. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because let's be clear when I'm saying like th this is hours, you know, like the, the whole thing lasted. So yeah. like and I'm like, I never fucked a guy for hours. Yeah. When, and yeah. when he have him not finished, I'm, I'm sure it happens. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying like, oh, I'm so cool, but like, I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm not like, okay, flex. <laughs> I'm just saying that this felt like we were present. It wasn't like he was like, oh, I got to finish. It was like, we were just having sex. Yeah. yeah. And it just lasted. And we were having stages of it and like experiencing journeys and emotions. And it was cool. Yeah. Well, I guess, well, this is probably too much to get into, but yeah. I'll, I'll give you the bullet point because it is a big conversation and I've done a solo episode on my pods if you are curious the whole story but i went through uh when i was questioning i i thought i might be trans because i w didn't know you could be bi really like i so i liked women and then i also had sexual feelings for men sometimes so i was like maybe i'm a gay guy trapped in a woman's body and when i was born my i mean i had a heart defect but also my the doctor had told my mom that one of the twins was a boy and one was a girl mm. we don't know which i have a twin and she's the straight one but I was named the boy. I'm named the boy name, and she's named the girl name, in Chinese. So then, oh, what's the name in Chinese? It's Tai Yi, and okay. she's Denny. But it can be gender neutral, so Wait, they never those changed are such it. Cute names together. Oh, thank you. I love when twins have cute yeah. names. Yeah, but they never changed it. And then at birth, the nurse got her name wrong because she was like, "Is it Jenny?" And my mom was like, "Oh, they're gonna have issues with this." So she named us on the spot, like, and since it was huh. another girl, she just named me after her college friend. But I used to wonder, like, well, was not, I actually it's funny a boy? that your name's Teresa, because <laughs> did you say Tai? Tai, yeah. Tai. I could imagine, and you take because I took Chinese, I studied Mandarin. Yeah, I can imagine some student getting that name oh, from Teresa, yeah. like your your friend Teresa's in class. Teresa, yes, get, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's so interesting to be like, maybe I was the boy. 
well, so I well, went so how through, did you come to the conclusion that you I weren't? started this was like in two when I was a sophomore in college so it's maybe like 2009 2010 so I did like I was on forums I went to like the NYU like health center or whatever and I you know I'm glad that I had those resources and I was um fully like exploring I like I'm very Virgo moon so I was doing research <laughs> way early than I needed to you know like I was looking up uh, what it would take to do the transition before I had even like fully identified but ultimately I even found a blog post of a a guy who had already transitioned who was an Asian graduate from NYU who's Taiwanese so so many similarities mm, and a couple yeah. of years ahead so I was like it's a sign but I ultimately explored more hooking up with women and then became more aware that you could be queer and like both men and women or all you know now I include other genders but at the time it was like oh like new world so yeah. then I kind of realized that I don't think that was it but it's interesting because I've always had a bit of like questioning about my body and I think it comes from my heart surgery mm -hmm. so the boobs thing is funny because I just went you know what I want titties I like titties and I like to have them too and it's fine yeah. but it is, it is <laughs> funny because sometimes that. people are like I'm like oh is it if I have titties does that make me more straight because then I'm a male gaze but then I'm like but also I like titties and I also I like, like my titties. titties. Yeah. So, I'm like, so I can like my titties and I can date someone who has titties. Not right yeah. now, but you know. So that so in some ways I feel like it made me gayer, but mm. on the outward level. Like it made me more accepting of who I truly am, if that makes sense, yeah. which feels gayer. But on some level I am presenting more um straight because I'm now with a straight man and a huge knockers. No. Uh <laughs> Can I can but, I can I ask a personal question sure. about the boob job? Yeah. Do you still have sensation in your nipples? I do, but I also so part of it was my boobs were uneven. Like I basically didn't have boobs, but mm. the surgery I have a scar and they were uneven. So I wanted to get them evened out, but then I was like, make them bigger. Nice. And yeah, <laughs> I throw it in there. <laughs> as long as I'm going under. Yeah. Yeah. Knock <laughs> me up twice. <laughs> I did like I went in Beverly Hills and everyone there, like all the women who worked there were like very stereotypical, like, you know, new to LA wanting plastic surgery for cheap so they all look beautiful but they all have so much work done and they love it like it's like a <laughs> yeah. happy positive place my nurse yeah. literally was like she was Asian and she so I asked her because we were connecting on like culture stuff and she was like I love this job because I'm a doctor my parents are proud and I get free, like I get discounts and also I make people happy like nobody yeah. comes in like sad they have cancer they're all like I right. want tits <laughs> like I'm self-actualizing yeah. I'm like wow beautiful but I walked I went in there with a Hawaiian shirt because they're like you should wear something that's like buttonable easy to take on and off oh yeah I feel like sometimes girls will dress like I don't know because it's like you're you, you know you don't want to dress a fancy because it's a surgery yeah. but I <laughs> you walk in it's a you know elective surgery so I was like I'm gonna wear an outfit so I, I definitely walked in super queer and wa I, I joke that I walked That's in so like cool. a 12 year old boy and walked out a 50 year old dad because I was <laughs> in a freaking button down and like <laughs> combat boots or whatever. And I was like, <laughs> there's a lot more in the shirt when you left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Cause I think they, the nurses did double take. They're like, like interesting because it's, it's so Beverly Hills. And then it's like, why yeah, yeah. is she? What's how? Okay. <laughs> I love that. Well, that's such, such great gay, gay sex. <laughs> really great. Thank you. We're going to go to Kate. Kate, did you have gay sex this week? Oh boy. Okay. Yesterday we had our live pod, which yes. is great. And then I was walking down the street and uh, and this uh, this woman was like, Kate says, let me buy you a beer. And I and I took her up on it. She was with this other girl, a woman. Sorry. And uh, you're canceled. They, they listen to the pod. <laughs> they were so fucking cool. And I was like chatting with them. I have a feeling I know who this is. <laughs> I told them I was going to mention this. And so so I hope it's OK. They didn't say I couldn't. But anyway, <laughs> so I'm talking to both of them and I was like, oh, so you guys are together and and they were like well this is our second date Ooh. <laughs> i was like i can leave i can leave if you want me to if that was were, just like an empty kind off offer that i weirdly took you up on were they I'm at the live pod recording i think so yeah i know who this is <laughs> but so then I, so i was like i just like sat with them while they were on their second date and and it was so lesbian because oh, you sat down with them on oh, their on second the date. date yes what so was they the, like, date? Doing the date describe the date they were they had gone to the live pod and then they were doing uh they were having a beer you made the date because you were part of the date the well i didn't know when i sat down that i was sitting down on a date i yeah. made that mistake you should have charged them you were like hosting the date no. <laughs> you were hosting you emceed that date yeah you're you're the gay chris harrison oh my god but yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, and now you must choose. But it was like <laughs> you it was sat so down the rows between oh them. It was so deeply lesbian because they live in different places. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, wait. Was, was like, one from so Oklahoma lesbian. and one from Indiana? No. Bleep these names. Were they? Was one of them named? No. That's so funny. There's multiple. Because I was also on like a long distance date with <laughs> some listeners from the podcast are show. Oh there are two sets of podcast <laughs> listeners who are on Fuck. long distance dates in Indiana right now. Honestly, there's probably more. I got to say to the listeners, I fucking love you guys. And to those specific uh, gals that I was hanging out with, I just had a great time with you guys. But oh it was so funny and so deeply lesbian. But I almost, I'm always having panic moments about like, one time I was hanging out with some other comics uh-huh. and um, they had been dating each other. So I was like, oh, and we were all on the same show. So I was like hanging out with them. I was like, well, this isn't really a date because we were all just working. And so yeah. I was hanging out with them. And then I realized that they like weren't really together anymore. <gasps> and the I comics. Was like, yeah. Uh, and so I was like, there's a pair oh, of comics here that used to date. No, this isn't here. This is oh, no, but that kind of stuff happens because they don't this always want to. They want to so, act cool, but yeah, you so then not. I'm like, sure. Oh my god, am I sitting in worse than sitting in an date? <laughs> am I sitting in on what was supposed to be like a talk? A talk? <laughs> but I had accidentally gotten <laughs> blasted after the show. So <laughs> my social skills were out the window, and they're so good to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> I say that as another socially (laughs) off-putting person. Uh I just like, yes, socially I don't always function great, but to be also (laughs) drunk on top of that, I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, am I not supposed to be like three (laughs) hours into hanging out? I was like, am I not supposed to be here? You were with them for three hours? Well, you know, the show's like an hour and then we hung at the venue for a little and then we went to dinner. Oh, why you? Oh, oh, dinner. Okay, So it was a dinner, not just drinks. Yes. You gave okay. them enough time anyway. to change their mind. The comics? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> I give, don't know. you give I don't people know what three happened. hours, you know, maybe they don't end up breaking up. You might have saved True. the relationship. Anyway, so or so, prolonged so it. I so yesterday I was panicking and I just said to the to the girls, I was like, Hey, if this if it's weird that I took you up on the beer, I'm happy to leave and let you guys have your date with us. There's me. no way those little bottoms are gonna say, Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> anyway, Thank so do they go the home together? They, well, so they're no. they're staying together for the weekend. I bet you helped. I bet. I hope you you gave them something to talk about too. That's like outside the nervousness of a second date. You I know? I really hope I helped because they were both very cool and very good looking. I want to know oh, if there's really? any weddings from your podcast that are you know because <laughs> I'm there bet- are. That have I got a card actually once. Ah, I, I might cry it. saying this, Aww, but that's so there was a pair of. <laughs> a pair i don't know why i said it like that there was these there were these two women Uh that i think were friends and didn't know whether or not the other was gay Mm. and then they both somehow figured out that they were listening to the podcast i love that and something on the podcast made them both laugh and they used that (gasps) instance to ask each other out and now they're married that's adorable shit i love it nice nice (laughs) nice Anyway. Um, have you ever gone out with a, uh, a listener? Are you allowed to no, say? No, okay. not really. I, I went on a couple dates with who you met. W- at one person that I would describe as an active listener. Gotcha. And that was not a good idea. The two times I've d- dated uh, girls who were one was a girl who had seen a show, but then she we matched on Raya, but she didn't bring it up till later. So that that's how I knew she actually was a fan because she's like, oh, I watched this thing. Yeah. Um, and she was a Pisces. I actually really enjoyed dating her, but she got really um, upset over nothing. <laughs> like nothing. Like literally like me dating a lot of people and her dating a lot of people. And then suddenly her being like, you could tell me if you don't like me. I was like, when I cut things off, whatever. I totally validate her feelings, but I'm also like, yeah, no, I, I cut things off when I felt they were done and not yeah. before or yeah. after and she was right. like i can't believe you didn't tell me earlier i was like i didn't it's know like, earlier i, I now spoke I know. as soon as i said i saw right. something yeah. and i said something but that the, the other girl problem. was like from she was very aggressive like mask energy came up to me after a show and our first date this is gonna be the most lesbian thing ever <laughs> we <laughs> we read each other poetry from my iphone notes and we bonded <laughs> over both because i love crying so that's a red flag i love crying to the lamiz soundtrack and i do talk about it on stage it is a thing people know about me Wait, so the what soundtrack lamiz soundtrack oh yes yeah and i don't now that i, w- I wonder if she was making this up if she had heard this i don't think i did this joke before actually but we both found out because there's one specific song every time i 
listen to I Cry. And we were like, say it at the same time. And it was empty chairs and empty tables. And we both did it. And we're like, oh my God, no way. Um, but she, I was like getting out of a breakup. So I wanted to take things slow. And then, so I like was like, pause, see, yeah. you know, let's wait a, a week or whatever. And then like a month later, she was like engaged. <gasps> so... <laughs> So I think she was looking for a wife. She, she was looking for a wife. She was looking for a you wife. You dodge a bullet. Yeah. You dodge a bullet. Because that's a quick fucking turnaround. Looking man. for a wife. But uh, but ne- never have I then gone out with a fan after. I, I'm basically watching that happen in front of my eyes right now with someone that I was hopefully going to date seriously. And I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally relate to this. Do you know people have started DMing me about it? They have? Yeah. They're like, I'm really worried about Ashley. Yes. Have you seen what's going on on... Oh my they gosh. shall not be names Instagram. Oh no. <laughs> I, feel, I feel I feel bad for you that it happened. I feel worse for you that people are people are still on you about it. The, this is the thing about the and I'll say it now just as a reminder. This is 1 hour a week of my hundreds of hours that I live every week. <laughs> yes. And we tell these stories with comedic flair. Yeah, yes. true. And they are not fully representative of our entire lives. So I think people yes. thought that this that, was a really bigger upset. deal and they got into it and the parasocial thing they was happening. It, they thought it meant more to you than it did. Gotcha. Yes. Despite the fact that it was, I mean, I as a friend reacted strongly because <laughs> it was funny. And it, kind was of over, over okay. it was hilarious. Okay. It was hilarious. And I'm, I'm a simpy. And a little brutal. I am a naturally simpy person. Yeah. And I... I, my brain has like, I know that I'm a simpy person. So like when I'm getting into something and I'm feeling like, oh, I really like this person. Oh, I'm falling in love with them. Like, you know, all that stuff. I already know in the other adult part of my brain that it's like, I'll let the little teenager have yeah. her fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. that's the most fun because as an adult, you can do both now. Because as yes. a teen, you really have the nerve. Sometimes the nerves overpower the desire yes. where you choke, right? But like as an adult, I feel like you can lean into the nerves in a fun way, but then yes. also you can pull back and be and like, that's all what, right. And that's exactly what we were doing. Yeah. We were leaning into the fun and the tension and the, all this yeah. stuff. But it, there was another part of me that was like, here's why this might not work. And here are the things that I've saw that like, yeah. give me pause. And I obviously, and I'm, I'm a- focusing on taking care of myself and yes, work yes. and family. Yeah. Like, but it, I don't talk about those things on the podcast because <laughs> right, they are not right, funny. Right. So it seemed like it was an all consuming. Right. Uh, They're moment. like, I know how much you deeply loved her and how you, <laughs> oh my you God. thought she was, your person and it's like whoa dude. like i love you guys i'm so truthful but you're not getting the full three-dimensional scope of my uh, entire life for the record i'm much sadder and doing much more poorly outside no i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm thinking about nothing else absolutely devastated all the time no i want to just say one thing before we wrap up uh-huh. because i said that i had hooked up with someone who listened to the podcast this was truly like a one a one time oh thing. yeah sorry i didn't mean, i was it was more like a lead in to be like to why that why yeah. i don't anymore but it's tough because you do meet women who've heard the podcast and i think that's different than well plus someone I, who listens every week i wasn't you know? like out that much before like i came out while i was doing comedy so like there was something exciting about like people approaching me and yeah. i yeah. hadn't gotten my i hadn't got my game legs yet you know like yeah. my, my, my flirting legs <laughs> yeah flirting so, legs. it was nice to have like are your flirting legs your sea legs or your my, land legs Ooh, you know i go deep sea diving because you're swimming in puss yeah right? my I, I was like i, I could i go deep sea diving you know <laughs> <laughs> but i can also go on the surface i'm i'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the air. I'm in the sky. I'm, <laughs> I'm in the caves. I'm everywhere. We're in a submarine. Get my hollow bird legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just to clarify, yeah, like someone, Allie Colbert, like asked me how many women I had slept with after shows, and the number is so fucking small. <laughs> I, it's, it's like two or three in the since I started the podcast. I mean, it is just I don't want. I just really don't want people getting the wrong impression. And when I meet these women. There's usually some dates in between that happening yeah. <laughs> and assessing of whether or not there's a parasocial thing happening. And if there's a power mm-hmm. dynamic, there's all of that. Yeah. But it's, it is getting tough to meet people that don't have some distant connection. connection. I was on a dates with this girl that I really liked and she was like, oh, my friends listen. And I was like, Ugh. you got to get a Raya. <laughs> Wait, I know. I Except really... then I didn't meet a girl who, yeah. The, the... I, I am on there. I haven't made a profile yet, but I'm thinking I really got to put it together. 
it's funny that you mentioned the after shows because I used to think like a lot of the sort of like cis straight guys who go on the road that like that's a dirty thing that not dirty but it's like, oh, so gross that they just go and hit on girls and then bring them back it's different but i'm like the it's when i think about meeting girls after shows it's almost like i feel like the power thing is interesting because i feel like i date up after shows whereas guy, you know what i mean like yes. guys will date mm. bring a girl back and then they realize like oh this guy's kind of not as cool as he is on stage yes like after i have a good set i don't want someone to like spend time with me and then change their mind and but like, if break they, the illusion yeah but if they're like oh Hopefully i'm I a rich ass <laughs> woman with this mansion come play i'm like now i feel like i don't have to take you back to my you're not expecting me to have this cool ass penthouse i got an access key so that's <laughs> the difference i guess i guess i'm just vain i don't want people to see how i live uh no. <laughs> i think but i do think you're right because sometimes when you're bringing when you hook up with a girl that knows and this is just such a rare thing they get this other side of you whereas with the straight thing i think the power dynamic is more yeah they just built, want to fuck or built whatever in. yeah mm. whereas with the lesbian thing they're like oh my god i'm learning your feelings and your and you're secrets like, oh my God, no. and i might lose a fan i don't want to lose a fan <laughs> <laughs> and yeah like when i broke up with Kim well i hope i hope by spending time with with those women on a date yesterday i didn't uh seem less funny or no i think you I probably the they they literally were like we were trying to what if they were trying to fuck you no 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 that was definitely not in play they weren't going for a threesome no. with the kate sisk no, on their the, second date there was no threesome vibes how do you they, know because women are so bad at approaching other women <laughs> right you'll no, like go on a full date and then later me on the oh. street to have a beer that was very effective then you know what <laughs> what no no <laughs> no no definitely not i love the idea of you i know let's just hypothetical world chelsea doesn't exist <laughs> do you think that you that that's something that you would do a threesome yeah with two with, with two strangers being picked at up at the limestone comedy festival they're coming <laughs> we're in indiana no, no i don't think i think in a in work mode no but at a party probably the right vibes the vibes have to be there yeah yeah like at a party or like a concert or something if a couple approach me maybe i think being desired is really hot so it's like yes generally oh, yeah. i'm not like just looking for a threesome but the if they're picking you up and you can tell they respect you and respect each other that to me is like super hot but yes if they're yeah. like looking for a unicorn to check some list off then i'm like right bye bye yes. yeah yeah if there was a i to me part of the one of the most erotic things about a threesome in my mind is not um saying it out loud <laughs> like that so you're having it's on, yes. it's on an app and it's like searching for a third i'm like oh kind of blind. oh yeah yeah no like that that you want it to happen organically is, the organic build up like is this happening isn't this happening i think reminds me of like like dating. early hooking up with yes with with, with women yeah. totally. being like is she into this am i into this like what's gonna happen i'm afraid to <laughs> say anything. so funny am She's i into this say- i was like i am so yeah. into this <laughs> But there was desire there, but it was kind of like, why am I into this? Maybe it was. I just remember hooking up with women originally. It wasn't like, hey, are you into girls and are you into me? And would you like to kiss? It was like, we will just continue feeling each other out for like five hours until we like this is this is something about gay culture that I think the future queers are going to have less and less of that. I know it doesn't matter. Liberation is so much more important than what we're talking about right now. But the suspense of trying to figure out if someone's, <laughs> someone's gay and if, if you're someone's gay. gay. Like, yes. I, both well, at the same time, especially it was like, wow, I mean, exactly. wow I, see, I missed out on that. I just knew I was gay yeah. from from the get-go <laughs> this is it, you're bringing back painful like could have been because like in college the girl oh. that i like we we both ended up being by she's like le- she's like in a very serious relationship now with a woman but like we both came out after college and mm. we just would have like dates where we weren't dates we would hang out but clearly now i'm like yeah 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 we would just like sit on I mean, make cookies drink white wine sit on our dorm bed <laughs> just like next to each other like <laughs> and it was, and then just talking about, like are you dating anyone and talking about boys that like didn't matter and it was yeah. like now i think i feel you know excited for the next generation because i got to have those like the first kisses in my like straight dating world but i didn't get a lot of those like young moments like that should yes. have been a fucking fun night but neither yeah. of us yeah, were you're out right. to ourselves you're i think, out I think this- young queerness will replace yeah. this kind of bizarre thing Except people will always be figuring themselves out later True. in life, even when things are. I just sure, wanted to make sure. a move, and I was like, "But it, I'm not gay. We and she's right. not gay. Yeah, and yeah. won't be do- t- reaching total acceptance." I used to think to a hundred years down the road, and now I think it's going to be thousand. three or four. The planet. Uh-huh. I, I think the planet 
the planet will People die. People will die off before. before yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, before so queer to, liberation. So, so, so you know, climate disaster aside, what I'm saying about threesomes is. <laughs> Let's get to the important stuff. It's the similar. It's the similar tension, and that's so erotic to me. You like the that's ch- true. You like the chase. Yeah, and it's or just it's, people aren't I like as experienced with the three. It's like now there's more of a precedent, but before people were like, we want to get to the end game of the threesome, but they didn't know how to date, which is like how you get to date as a teenager. You mm-hmm. do it wrong, but you get time to fuck up and fix it. Yeah, and now it's like thirty year olds who are like, I want to date as a couple and then they're like you want to hold my hand it's like it's like that but you don't have the transition of your teens and your 20s to figure it out so read a book i don't know yeah read a fucking book you idiot read a, read a fucking book and and speaking of which teresa's new book that's out is called, uh, called. <laughs> um yeah what do you want a butt plug uh, my butt plug is well i'm gonna have you on my pause so hopefully by the time you guys listen it'll be shortly coming out but okay. uh or maybe i don't know but listen to my <laughs> podcast you can tell me anything um and follow me online at Teresa lee bot and nice. she's so funny anything you want to butt plug katesisk.com for my mailing and text list please thank you to so so much to everyone that signed up so far it's so so helpful uh at the kate sisk on insta and twitter and uh you keep your eyes out in any of those places for news on the lucas spectacular you fucking know please don't disappoint me <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping alex zooms in, zooms in oh, yeah okay. it'll be weird if he doesn't funny. <laughs> don't zoom in Thanks for listening, guys. One more time for the Patreon. Not possible. Truly, truly not possible. We're bringing on another team member, and we're trying to look into expansion in other ways. Also, it's just, it's just honestly, for a lot of people, really tough right now, and I know that, and there's no pressure to donate. But if you can donate, if you can afford a dollar a month, this is a great time to do it because we got to keep this project funded. Um, and it is because of you guys, and I'm so grateful. So patreon.com slash WHGS, ashleygavin.com, katesis.com for tour dates. We're coming through the Midwest, Virginia, upstate New York, Kate's show in New York City. And for the gay thought, I've been thinking a lot about gay mating rituals, particularly with lesbians. I'm sure you guys know about hanky code, which is what gay men used to do a long time ago when before people could really come out you would wear a different color hanky in a different position to let people know kind of what you were into and who you were looking for and that you were gay what what are lesbians doing because i know i'm peacocking a little bit look at me right now this is ridiculous i'm letting women know that i'm gay how do you peacock little queers write in tell me your identity or whatever and tell me how you're peacocking out there i know a lot of you are doing pins Let's get some suggestions because a lot of people write in and say, hey, how do I let other women know that I'm gay? And I always say, go talk to that woman. Ask her out, you little piece of shit. Coward, ask her out. But if you're looking for peacocking advice, let's create a database of ways that we can let each other know that we're gay. Peacocking. No, peaclitting. That's what we're doing. We're peaclitting. <laughs> or cocking. Whatever. Okay. Have a good week, everybody.